Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Praise the Lord. Merry Christmas. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 25, just matching up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs. That way there's a battle plan for today. And possibly as you're getting together with family, you need these little gentle reminders. And so, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth that it brings, the light that it shines in our hearts and minds. And I pray that it would be reflected in our attitude toward everyone and especially you on your day today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, before we get started, there's a verse from Philippians 4.8 that I want to read. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That's think on these things. So what are the things that are noble and just and pure and lovely and good of any virtue, of anything praiseworthy? Do we focus on these things? So think about that as we go into Proverbs chapter 25. And let's begin. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, which are the uh, the men of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. So he copied these of Solomon. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so is the heart of the king of men is, so is the heart of the kings is unsearchable. Take away the dross from silver and it will go to the silversmith for jewelry, so we're purifying, and take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne will be established in righteousness. Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king, and do not stand in the place of the great, for it is better that he say to you, come up here, then you should be put lower in the presence of the prince, whom your eyes have seen. Now, as we sit down, possibly as you sit down uh, at the table for a meal with your family, what would be the most important place in the table and what would be the least important? Like you might, you might take joy in sitting with the kids at the kids' table, if that's a thing that you do. And the reason is you don't want to puff yourself up. You don't want to be prideful about the situation. And so, hey, sitting with the kids, bless the kids. God bless the kids. Enjoy that time with them. They only stay kids for a, a moment, a moment in time. And then all of a sudden... They're grown up and adults, and you'll be having them at the adult table anyway. Verse 8, do not go hastily to court for what you will do in the end when your neighbor has put you to shame. Debate your case with your neighbor and do not disclose the secret to another, lest he who hears it expose your shame and your report be ruined, your reputation be ruined. We can work on our character and let God sort out our reputation. So if my character is that I tell the truth and I honor the Lord and I persevere through difficulties, God will work on my reputation, right? You'll be faithful in the things that you do. And that'd be the encouragement today. Verse 11, a word fitly spoken is like an app, apples of gold in a setting of silver. It's beautiful. And like the earrings of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear. So someone should be able to come to you and say, hey, this isn't a direction you should go. And an obedient ear would be receptive of that. 
Verse 13, like the cold in snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to those who send him. For he refreshes the soul of his master, and who so falsely boasts of giving is like a clouds and wind without rain. They're destructive, right? Clouds and wind dry out the land. They destroy the crop because there's no moisture. So without the rain, it's just utter destruction. That's what false, falsely boasting is. Verse 15. A long forbearance, a ruler, by fall long forbearance, a ruler is persuaded, and a gentle tongue breaks the bone. Have you found honey? Eat only as much as you need, lest you be filled with it and vomit. Now, this is a good reminder of Jonathan. When Jonathan took his armor bearer in, uh, I believe it was in Kings, the chapter in the Bible, in Kings, probably Second Kings, possibly. You'll have to look it up. Anyway, he, he decides, let's go up against the Philistines. Like, if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is with us, we, we, don't, we only need us, right? We, you know, we don't have to have an army because God is with us. And so he takes a venture in faith and he does that. Now, he has no idea that his father has said, don't eat any, anything until this war is over. And so as they're coming back from their battle, which they won, God blessed them, and they shouldn't have. Right? It was one, literally two people against all of the Philistines. But as he's coming back, he comes through the forest, he finds some honey, and he eats a little. And it restores his strength. And that's a good reminder of the Old Testament explaining what this proverb really means. If you found honey, eat just enough. Don't eat it all. Don't overdo it because you'll vomit. It's too much. right? Just do what you need to do. Verse 17. Seldom. Set foot in your neighbor's house, lest he become weary of you and hate you. A man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a, a club, a sword, or a sharp arrow. Isn't that interesting? You're, just, you're a destruction if you lie against your neighbor. A club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. Verse 19. Confidence in an unfaithful man in a time of trouble is like a bad tooth or a foot out of joint. That's so painful, those two things. Like having have both of those, a tooth and a foot out of joint, it's very, very painful. And so the unfaithfulness, like not being able to trust somebody, is like that. It's just a pain in your soul. Verse 20, like no one who takes away the garment in the cold weather, and like vinegar on soda is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. So we shouldn't do that. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. For so you will keep coals of fire on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The north wind brings forth rain, and the backbiting tongue is an angry countenance. It is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than in the house shared with a contentious woman. As cold water. I'm going to read that one again. I'm going to step back for a moment. Verse 24. It is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. You're literally hiding from the, the contentiousness is like someone who's fighting, brawling, trying to pick a fight with you. It's better to be in the corner of the housetop, right? As cold in water to a weary soul, so is good news from a far country. It's refreshing. Verse 26, a righteous man who falters before the wicked is like a murky spring, polluted well. You, you don't want to drink from that well. And so a righteous man who falters, like we, it's so important to make sure that we honor our character. 
And that's difficult sometimes. But it is the most important thing. They would say that's the paramount, right? If you ever go to the movies, they say paramount pictures. It's above all other things. This is the thing. You do, want, you do not want to give uh, a, a faltering way of falling into a, a bad situation in tough circumstances because your character will be broken. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would protect against that, that there would be a strengthening, that you would be filling us with your Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and protect us against anything that would come. And I pray for your blessings on this day. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse, there's, there's just two more verses. Verse 27, it is not good to eat much honey. So to seek one's own glory is not good. So it's like, it's, if you're overdoing it, if you're seeking your own glory, it's just bad. Just like eating too much honey will cause you to vomit. So it tells us that earlier in the chapter. And here it's actually explaining more about it. And so that's why we need to read all of the Bible in its context, because without context, it's this, it's called a pretext. And then you can make it just about say anything you want. And if I just pick out a verse, like, um, I'm not going to go there. Verse 28, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. So this is a, it's interesting when you think about this with little kids, little kids, who have a meltdown because they didn't get their snack, right? They didn't get a long enough nap and they just have an utter meltdown. Now, if that kid grows up to be 50 years old and has that same temper tantrum, that same meltdown, right? That same loss of all of their control. It is like a city broken down with all those. Like there's no defense. There's no protection. And so it's so important to teach from a young age, how important it is to rule over your own spirit. That we don't, we don't behave this way. If we need, if I'm hungry, then say, I'm hungry, please help me. And, and gesture, like we can teach sign language even to those little ones who can't even speak yet. But as they learn, they'll say, no, no, we don't need to be upset. We can, we can respond by saying, please help. And that's all God's trying to teach us, right? That's the wisdom of the Bible is when you are at your limit and you need help, just say, God, please help. And he promises to meet you where you're at. And so, Lord, if there's anyone who's needing that help today, I pray that you would help them overcome the barrier to call out and ask for help. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Got to stay the way